With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Chelsea Chelsea Podcast. It's me, Andy Saunders. Kerry having another week off. I think it's grouse shooting season or something out in the countryside, so he's not here tonight, but I am joined by two old favourites of the podcast. Uh, sitting dead opposite me, uh, chef extraordinaire, Alan Bird. How are you, Alan? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. And, uh, Great to be here. To my left, he's been away. Nobody loves David Louise more than him. It's Phil. Phil, you're back. I know, I'm back, because, well, <laughs> David Louise is back, so I'm back, you know. Where you been? Well, uh, I've been, you know, in, in a new back three there, and I've got wing backs, and <laughs> I've been in Chichester for quite a while. What have you been doing in Chichester? I've been doing a play called This House, about 70s politics. And that's now transferred to the West End? It's in the West End now. At the Garrick? At the Garrick Theatre. No Ron Harris, but it's those days, Excellent. you know, it's those clothes. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you make, do you make uh, nylon look good? I make, do you style it I out? I make suits look really rough, and <laughs> kipper ties look very bad. Brilliant. Listen, loads to talk about. What a, uh, what a performance on Saturday. Uh, Man City 1, Chelsea 3. Who saw that coming? Did you see that coming, Al? I didn't see it coming, but I'm really pleased with that result, as I'm sure every Chelsea fan is. Let's talk through the team first, shall we? Uh, Courtois in goal. In fact, we can just say, frankly, it was the first time there's been a change in the starting lineup for six games. Fabregas in for the injured uh, Nemanja Matic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought in the first half, Matic looked like he was a bit of a loss because uh, they were all over us in the first half. But Fabregas, of course, with his, with his pass for the goal, certainly earned his place in the team. I mean, what did you think of that first half performance? It looked like a bit shambolic defensively. Well, I think... Uh, well, I think... It looks every, not like every week it's like that, but I think because of the, the system, it's very hard, I think, for the players, when they get under a little bit of pressure, not 
to to start doing what they want to do to save, you know, to get to the ball or whatever. So the system goes a bit out the window. And I think they have to get reminded at half-time that you've got to stick where you are to make make the system work and to be better. And that's what seems... So it's a discipline issue. I think it's a discipline issue of trying, even if you're under the cosh, not to leave your positions. It's to stick where you are. Now, are we talking about David Luiz here? Not so much David Luiz as the... the, 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 the Why don't you just marry David Luiz? (laughs) Well, I mean, if you can't do a shoulder barge this day and age, I mean... (laughs) What do we think about that? He was a bit lucky then, wasn't he? No way. What do you think, Al? Were you shocked when the referee didn't give anything for that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, in retrospect, you see it in slow motion again, and it's it's an out-and-out shoulder barge, so it it should have been, and he was the last man. Yeah, he was in on goal if he hadn't got shoulder barge. Yeah, well, Phil's a a man of the 70s, you know. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Good old shoulder barge. (laughs) He used to be out of bat at a goalkeeper. Whatever happened to that? Eight straight wins, 22 goals scored, two conceded. One of those was an own goal. I mean, we talk about defence being a little bit shambolic. It hasn't been shambolic up to now. I think maybe against that quality of team, a um, couple of players, maybe Moses, who's not used to playing so defensively, uh, was a real test for him, wasn't it, on, on Saturday against some of those players, I thought. Yeah, I just I, I feel, you know, with our uh, uh, attacking prowess, that's what gets us out of trouble at the moment. I mean, we're good. I don't know how good we really are, but we were good enough to outdo Man City. Um, you know, whether we'll beat everybody every week, I don't know, but we are good coming forward. You've been able to watch the games? Yeah, I went to Man U and I went to Everton. and I've watched Two good ones. Yeah, really good. And I've watched the games on the telly. I mean, uh, Fabregas... Uh, Costa's been, you know, a different class, and as has been different class. And, you know, everybody's been sticking to their jobs and they look good Moses has been fantastic even though I said he should play Moses before he did I think, I think it was a similarity wasn't it between the first half and uh, City as there was with Spurs we started off very nervous we didn't seem, you know, sure, as you said of the system and, you know, we let the team come on to us and we sort of sat a back a bit too deep uh, and that's probably hard for the players to you know, get that uh, momentum going in the first half. Come second half, uh, you know, the managers sort of had a word in their ear and said, come on, lads, we need to sort this out. But what I like is we've shown real resilience. You know, in, in these sort of this run of eight games, even when we have gone behind, we've managed to come back and, you know, yeah. turn if it around. The teams try and win it. Yeah. We got a good chance because we, we're quick up that field. How did De Bruyne miss that opportunity? Oh, How did he Rosenthal it from three yards? <laughs> yeah, but that was a turning point, though, wasn't it? Because if so. that had gone in, we would have been under the If culture. it had been the other bloke that we could have brought back, Lukaku, he'd have missed it by even further. And I think <laughs> that's a crucial thing. We've had some luck. We and you, every luck. team needs luck when you're on a run like this. Referee was, I thought, quite generous to us uh, throughout the game, really, hmm. um, which, which we haven't been able to say for quite some time. But, um, I mean, there was a couple of moments when... You know, you do think there could have been a penalty here and, you know, the Kante yeah. tackle in the box. I mean, there's a few of them that were a little bit... You winced, oh, You did, did wince you? a little bit. <laughs> I did. Did you not win? I no. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly <laughs> what I mean. But the luck was on our side, wasn't it? When decisions go that way, 
Yeah. And what do we what do we think about Courtois at the moment? I mean, we talk about defence. Courtois seems to be he's been um, blinding much better. Yeah. I mean, he had a lot of fantastic cri- lot of criticism at the end of last year. I know Phil that you know you you whilst not criticising Courtois, always hope that we keep Peter Check. But are, are you warming to Courtois a little well, bit? I now? think he's, he's, he seems more confident uh, uh, at the moment. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not really, really that confident of him, but he looks a lot better, doesn't he? He comes for the ball, he makes saves. He just doesn't look a natural to me somehow, but he looks a good goalkeeper. I think I, I think I touched upon it the last time I was on, and I said I think that confidence that you're seeing coming from Courtois now is because of the confidence he's seeing in his defence, mm. whereas before previous season you know he didn't have that confidence so consequently I think his game's been raised as well well he got involved did he get involved in the fight a bit as well I think he ran about 100 yards to get Good. involved yeah. <laughs> that, I mean are oh, you with Gary Neville on that are you with Gary Neville said you've got to stick up for your team oh, yeah, oh, absolutely I've been, yeah. in, I've been in football matches where you know the, the well, other Clapham, team are a Clapham lot bigger and a, a lot t- tougher and one bloke gets kicked and everybody bottles it and he has to take you know no, I don't like that. You've and got I, to stick up I think with mates. Was, I think it was crucial as well. My my son, Ed, said to me, he said, Dad, he said, it's great to see our young players, he said, sticking up for our team as well. He said, that's what you want. You want to see your youngsters with a bit of fire and passion in them. And I said, yeah, good It was yeah, a diabolical on. tackle by... It was, yeah. ...on a, on a, a, a poor, helpless David Louise. I mean, come on. <laughs> Playing devil's advocate. Playing devil's advocate, because I think I'm with you. I think at the professional level, at least, I think you've got to... Show some show some uni- unity and solidarity with your teammates. Absolutely, sure. Um, does it set an example for for youth football? Can it spill out onto? I mean, I know you talk about your son, but you know what it's like at youth football with parents, and yeah, managers, no, and all that kind I think of stuff. That I mean, does go too and, and far, should yeah. that be a concern at the professional game? Do you think? Because um, it's the professional game. I think there's a lot. I mean, well, you but when you when you play. yeah, I think when you see a tackle as bad as that though, and it's a fellow professional, you know the way that Chalobah reacted, said what you know everything he needed to to say really. You know that's out of order. You can't do a tackle like that and expect to get away with it. And I think even if it was youngsters, you know, and someone saw someone doing a you know a horrendous tackle like that, they'd stick up for their teammates. Well, Maybe going a bit over the top and pushing people about. You know, you've got to draw a line somewhere. There's enough in place, isn't there? You go and watch your boys play, you know, 11 years, 12 year olds. There's enough in place by the FA now to stop parents yeah. from doing all that crap that they used to do. And It's you still know, pretty bad. Uh, is it? Yeah. Well, I've managed youth teams. Well, I, I managed youth teams for about 12 or 13 years. And, okay, it, yes, there is a lot in place by the FA. And the FA have done a lot of respect campaigns and safeguarding children, all those campaigns, which is all very laudable. Um, and they have the respect barriers now where, you know, your parents yeah, no, have to stay behind. Yeah. There is a lot in place. I just think the kids, especially the younger kids, watch that on the TV and they may think that that's giving them permission know, to do it. I know, but is it part, you know, are we a nanny state? Is it part of the spectacle, the whole punch-ups at football? Oh, I love it. Don't you get know, me wrong. <laughs> is it something that's, you know, part, part and parcel of the game and, you as, know, as the chair- isn't as bad as... 
you know... As the chairman of the debate, the, I am, I'm, I'm really, not, I'm really not, positing uh, uh, it on the table. I'm not condoning the violence on the pitch. <laughs> it wasn't that much. I mean, to My be honest... Caveat. Did Fabregas get lucky, though? Because he gave Fernandinho, uh, Fernandinho a little slap, didn't he? He, he played it. Lucky, yeah, he mate. played yeah. it, no, no, didn't he's he? Getting, he's not getting done. What, today? They've announced that um, Aguero's getting a four-match ban, Fernandinho's getting a three-match ban, Fabregas is getting no ban. Oh, well, he, he gave Fernandinho, didn't he? He gave him a little slap, and then he played it. Give him a slight It's funny, for a guy who's got such amazing spatial awareness and can pinpoint a pass, can't see where the holding is, as he gives a little glimpse over his shoulder. <laughs> I don't... He was a bit... It was... I mean, I'm just I thought Chalabar was lucky as well, actually. He was Chalabar. very... Chalabar. Chalabar went piling in, but and the referee went... pushed him in the chest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, as I, as I said to Ed, I said, I think that was uh, Fabregas being very cute there. It was very cute, <laughs> you yeah. know. And listen, we fast-forwarded through the game there to the very end. Um, yeah, Fabregas... Yeah, he, he we missed the most pass, important part of the second it, half. <laughs> Do you think Fabregas... You know, one of the criticisms of Fabregas uh, this year, maybe towards the end of last year, was his lack of pace. And in a game like that, where that game was kind of one won a lost in midfield, really, in terms of dominance of possession. Did he really add an awful lot apart from that passing? No. And is he on the pitch just for that one magic quarterback moment that he did? I mean, well, which, which that's he what it with? was. Yeah. I mean, he was like a quarterback and he did that and kind of was enough. But, you know, he, he was a lot... I thought he was a loss. And you, what do you think about Matic this year then? Because he was missing. A lot better. I think he f- yeah. it f- it, we felt his loss, didn't we, on Saturday? Yeah. I, I don't think we would have been so dominant. We only had 39% possession. You know, uh, I think we was one of our lowest of the season. Um, I don't think we would have been dominated that he's much. He's learned how to keep him. possession again, Matic, hasn't yeah, he? He, keeps, yeah. the ball away he so doesn't much. give the ball away and it's stuck to his, his feet. Yeah, yeah, no, he's been really, you know, a different player altogether this season compared with last season. And I think he's also leading the assists table as well. I think he has more assists than anybody else at the moment. So. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I wonder if he'll be back. I wonder if he'll stick with Fabregas. be interesting to see what happens against West Brom. Listen, we are top of the table. Three points above Arsenal, four points above Liverpool and Man City in third and fourth respectively. How confident are you looking forward that we can sustain this? Have we got the squad to sustain it? Um, One I- injury to Hazard Acosta. I mean, is that going to be a problem? Yeah. I mean, Costa looked like he limped off. Is he going to be yeah. fit for West Brom? I think we'll be in big, prob- big trouble if we lose either or both. Uh, I think he needs to get, invest in the market. I think he's got to buy one. We've got Michi Batshui sitting in the no, sidelines no, ready to come no, not good enough. Not good enough? Not yet. Okay. He's not world class, is he? I think, Where yeah, I think the injuries class. could tell. Yeah, injuries. Could so if I have a concern, it's our depth in, in you mm. know in, in the squad really. Because I mean, he's played this this unchanged team for six games, made one change on Saturday. It looks like a brilliant unit. Everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah, the reason it looks so good is because it's very balanced. And if you take one or two bits of that jigsaw out, does it suddenly become unbalanced? And I don't know. It concerns me moving forward. Uh, the sort of lack of depth. But then you could probably say that about Leicester last year. Exactly. They didn't have an, aw- an awfully big squad, and they went on and you know and won the league. Yeah, I just think he's maybe got to buy one, but it's so hard what, to you, buy in January. You would buy what, a, stri- a world-class striker? I'd buy someone, yeah, that maybe could play like ha- in, has- you know, in hazard spot or, yeah, I think a striker. Right. Someone who could score goals. Okay, so the, so the panic buying of a centre-back is now slightly pushed to one side, do you think? I think we need a centre-back well. Well, we've well. got Zuma coming back, remember? Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, still got Zuma to come back. No, he's we? still playing in the development squad. I mean, yeah. he's getting fitter. He's getting fitter, but I'm, not, I'm still not 100% about his skill level. 
Interesting, isn't it, that on the 24th of uh, September, we were 10th in the table, eight points behind Manchester City. Incredible. I mean, we have chased them down. No, we've been brilliant. I mean, it's yeah. fantastic to watch Chelsea again. It's, uh... <laughs> and you talk about Costa. I mean, Costa, 11 goals in 14 league appearances for Chelsea this season. He scored 12 in total in the whole of last season in the league. He's been involved in more goals uh, than any other Premier League player this season, 11 goals and five assists. Um, and since the start of 2014, he scored 70 goals in 103 league appearances in the Premier League and La Liga combined. I mean, and people turn around and don't put him in the same league as some of the other more fashionable strikers out there. I mean, I, I, it, you know, I find it remarkable. Well, they, the papers were saying this weekend and analysing the game afterwards on Sunday, uh, and I think the what they were saying was, um, you know, has uh, Costa swapped places with Aguero in terms of being the top striker in the country. You know, obviously what happened on Saturday at the end of the game, um, you know, wasn't the best thing uh, to advertise his skills uh, as a player, but I think Costa has turned a corner, and I think all of that squad's turned a corner from the same squad that played under Jose to now playing under, you know, Conte. It's a totally different attitude they've got. Well, um, the manager has to take credit for that as well. I reckon whoever comes top with a goal scoring chance, Aguero or Costa, that team will win the league. I think you could be right there. That's, you know, it's them fine lines. Aguero's a good player. You can't. Mm. Like, he's got four games off now, hasn't he? I mean, if yeah. I said to you now, um, I will give you fourth place and a Champions League spot for next season, would you? Take it? Would you gamble on that? Take that? Do I look like an Arsenal fan? Well, you know, <laughs> we're talking about the lack of depth in squad and looking forward and whether we can sustain this over a long period of time. Based upon last season's performance, I say yes. I'll take it now. What would you say, Phil? Now it's a it's a it's a gamble for gamble for the league and blow the lot and finish seventh, or you can t- you can have fourth and finish in Champions League this season. Well, it's hypothetical, obviously. Obviously, I'll I'll be brave then. I'll go for the league title. I don't think there's any reason why we shouldn't be brave. I mean, you know, we... It's us or Arsenal, I reckon. Well, and we know Arsenal are going to Arsenal it at some point. They must. They've had a terrible terrible November. They've had Arsenal already. Um, And they haven't got a huge squad. They haven't... I mean, Alexis Sanchez had a remarkable game on Saturday. Scored three brilliant goals in 14 minutes. But, you know, he doesn't always... Against West Ham have been leaking goals. Exactly. And he does... He's he's not somebody who's going to consistently get you goals. So it's interesting to, to look at Arsenal and think, can they sustain it over the long run? Man United are a busted flush. I mean, they are yeah. way back. They're now. a mess. And, uh, and Liverpool, you know, I mean, just was comedy on Saturday. 3-1 up and lose 4-3. And that's what I meant about luck. All the results went our way over the weekend for us. Yeah, apart from Arsenal. Yeah, yeah apart from Arsenal. Listen, let's take a quick break and uh, a word from our sponsors and we'll be back after this. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Welcome back. Listen to the Chelsea. I'm here with uh, Chef Alan Bird and Phil Daniels, back from his uh, theatrical travels. Uh, f- oh, my loves, my dears. Thank you. 
Um, and, you know, we're talking about the Manchester City game. I mean, on that performance, we've got, um, you know, West Brom coming up. Um, we've got Bournemouth coming up. You look at those, and without getting too cocky and touching wood, you think that that's six points. Two home games. Uh, uh, yeah, two home games coming up over the Christmas period. If we can do that top at Christmas, that's got to fill us with confidence, isn't it? Well, right. I th- I absolutely, think, yeah. Yeah, if I was a politician, I'd say we win them games, we prove we can govern. And uh, Oh, I like it. Yes. <laughs> Is that a line from your flight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a, a crafty plug? <laughs> it's a crafty plug. We prove we can govern if we win those games. West Brom and Bournemouth, I think we d- will deserve to be top of the top of the pop. This house starring yeah. Phil Daniels <laughs> at the Garrett uh, Theatre, ladies and gentlemen. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but West Brom, they're like six or seventh, aren't they, at the moment? Flying well, they, high. They seem to have a knack of... I mean, well, they're, they're a very pulist team, aren't they? They have a knack of being obdurate and difficult to beat. So they're going to come with a, some yeah. sort of weird plan yeah. to stop well, they'll, they'll well, kick us. Well, they'll kick us off the park. That's where their mistake will be, is trying to match up, I would think. be interesting to see whether William gets a game, uh, or whether he brings Pedro back in. Well, I, I would have played William against... Uh, Man City, I'd have started William because mm. I think. Well, you probably would have been right. I mean, yep. he's he's you know he's he's much more of an engine than Pedro, isn't he? Yeah, I think for an away game in that sort of game, mm. maybe the engine on him, where Pedro might nick you. You know, he's he's a sort of bit of crafty, crafty poacher, isn't yeah. he? Somehow, and he's quick. Yeah, he's, he's quick, quick. Yeah, yeah. And he's got and a good little touch. Mind you, William for his goal showed up. Turn yeah, pace, yeah, yeah. Or they're really slow at the back, aren't they? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we, we've criticised our, our players a little bit at the back, and yeah. we haven't mentioned Gary's unfortunate own goal yet. But but I thought Otamendi was awful. I mean, mm. truly awful. I mean, this is a thirty million pound player. He didn't look like a pub player to me. I mean, so I think our, our defence didn't look at its best. I thought their defence was shambolic, truly shambolic. Uh, and whilst they've got immense firepower through the middle and up front, they just don't look good enough. I at don't the know back. what they've, they've. They seem to have sold some sort of half decent centre halves, haven't they? Well, they haven't got Vincent Company. Yeah, you know and he's obviously a, injured. They had a big fella um, plan from last Mangala. Year. Mangala, not yeah. bad. I mean. Proper big centre half. These yeah. blokes don't look like. I no. think Company's the big loss for them. Um, yeah. and they've never really and replaced. I think he's gone, and he. I mean, well, he does seem to be picking up a lot of injuries, but they didn't look very good at all. Um, and you look at our counter-attacking, which was devastating. You Absolutely. Know, and any team that but Conte you know, says we're not a, a counter-attacking side. All three goals are a fantastic counter. And I will say this: if we played Liverpool, that you know, obviously we lost against Liverpool and they blew us off the park. If we played Liverpool now, we beat them because I think the system that we've got now is set up so well to beat Liverpool Mm. Um, and if you look at and I said this on social media over the weekend if you look at Liverpool Spurs these teams that play this high press football you can only do that for 70 minutes 70, 80 minutes max there's going to be a 15, 20 minute period in the game where you're just going to run out of steam and Bournemouth Prove that you know over the weekend when they Absolutely, when they yeah. just took advantage of it, and so the counter attack against teams like that is always going to be on. I mean, yeah, well, that Liverpool side looked like you know they can have a spell and score three goals against anybody. But Let's talk about Gary Cahill because poor old Gary, you know, he's been immense this season. Forty fifth minute, ball gets whipped in by Navas, and he, does he probably s- goes with the wrong foot. Comes off his shin, loops over the goalkeeper and into the goal. And suddenly, a tsunami of hate is unleashed against Gary Cahill once again. Oh, what is people's yeah, problem I, with Gary Cahill? I don't understand why people you know, have to hate someone for, for making a mistake that any player could have made. You know, he, That could have been anyone in the Premiership. And he was just trying to do his job, 
And oh, in his case, his wrong what? foot. He didn't attack it with the right <sighs> foot, and all this. Was... Ball's coming over. At, anybody that's played the game, and I've only played it at the very, very lowest level. Uh, Philip, obviously, you're a cultured player. You know, he's he made a monkey of himself. That's all. Yeah, but look, you know, ball's coming at you really <laughs> quickly. Particularly, you know, the, these Premiership boys, they're not ping it in. You've got a split second to think about yeah. it. You're caught in no man's land a little bit. Keeper hasn't called for it. What are you supposed to do? You know, it comes off. It's a brilliant stop and a, and a, and a fantastic block. If it doesn't, you're a but Centre-halves always look like turkeys when they make mistakes, don't they? Of course yeah. they do. It's the thing. And it's an easy target as well, and a soft target to criticise him for scoring an own goal, when quite clearly he was trying to clear it, and it was a mistake. Unfortunately, it's not, it's not, the, the un, it's not the first time Cahill's been on the wrong end of a bad decision or a bad mistake. I don't think that makes him a bad player. No, but all of our I players get pillared, don't they, when they make yeah. a mistake. And, uh, and like we've so got David... behind the team, good and bad. Yeah, it David... looks like Conte's a good ju- The manager, it looks to me, that Chelsea now is a good judge of footballers. And if he's putting Gary Cahill in the team, Absolutely. you know that Gary Cahill was a good player. Yeah. Well, not only putting him in the team, making him captain. Yeah, he, he yeah. knows why... Gary Cahill's play. Would you make Luis captain? No. No? But you love Luis. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I, I want to <laughs> burden him with, uh, with uh, the responsibility. The PM. <laughs> <laughs> some people are made to be Prime Minister, some are not, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that another line from this house starring Phil? That's why I made up. <laughs> Phil Daniels at the Garrick. <laughs> hey, Antonio Conte, the first Chelsea manager to win eight consecutive Premier League games in a single season since Jose won nine in a row in 06 07. So one more equals Jose, two more he overtakes Jose. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I think that's testament to. I mean, we were so unfancied at the beginning of this season. This was going to be a real rebuilding transitional season. Conte was going to get almost a pass this season to rebuild. Build. I mean, the, the, the transformation has been remarkable. Ever since the Arsenal game, since we switched to three at the back, it's been relentlessly good. Funny, isn't it? When's it all going to go wrong? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I know, think it's great. I think we've been a millisecond yeah. away from it going wrong. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I do, I've said it before, I urge against complacency because it only takes, you know, David Luiz to go piling in or Courtois to miss one or, you know, a G- De Bruyne not to hit the bar. That's what you know, I mean. Luck's been on our side. Yeah, and I think luck does play an awful lot in, in you know in, in teams' runs. Yeah, but I mean, him keep making the team come out for second halves and not bottle it and not they seem to be listening to him. It's very different to Jose, isn't it? Because Jose would come out in the second half and go right, we've got a goal. Just lock it down. Yeah, we're just going to just lock it down. Just super glue the whole game. Not let anybody pass. We'll just take the points now. And and Conte doesn't do that. Conte's like go out and win the game, play football. Yeah. You know, we don't see his team sitting back. You know, he's still pushing. In fact, he pushes the fullbacks up more in the second half, it seems, than he does in the first half. It's a really interesting uh, Yeah, philosophy. and you can see the passion in the players coming through as well. They want to play for him. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Well, he's revitalised Hazard. Absolutely. I mean, Hazard looked like he was, his head was gone last yeah. year. Well, he was a different player, wasn't he? And Costa was, you know, making all these noises about wanting to go back to Madrid. So they, they both look, you know, absolutely loving their football. I mean, the fact that Costa hasn't been booked... For what is it? Nine games now. It's crazy. I mean, he's been he's been on this four yellow cards. He's for a, so attitude. Long now. He's just different. Does he completely. get one game ban? Yeah. So he'll get he'll get it against West Brom, I should think, and try and get the ban at home to Portsmouth. Uh, yeah. Bournemouth. Well, if that's Bournemouth, if he's, yeah. that's if he's not injured, of course, because yeah. he did limp mm. off, didn't he? A little bit. Mm. He might get a rest. I don't know. We haven't heard anything coming out of the club on that one. So. Um, 
yeah, so, well, I mean, what was also interesting is we had four shots on target and scored three goals, and that seems to be an interesting thing going from, we are taking our chances, you know, which is something we didn't do last, last year. Last year, we was... It was and, like, and the goals yeah. are coming from midfield, they're also coming, obviously Costa's getting a lot of goals, but, you know, Hazard scoring, Williams scoring, scoring yeah. other players are scoring. Um, we're, we're not quite back to Lampard scoring 20 goals a season from, from midfield, but we are spreading the goals around a little bit more now, which is always good to see. Yeah, they're coming from different any, areas, aren't they? Any, any team that relies on one striker to score all the goals is not going to he's not going to you know stand a, a I know and good if Fabregas chance. plays a bit he'll score yeah of course he will yeah. and he'll certainly assist um, okay uh, Conte said that today was very tough the game was open until the end there were lots of chances for both teams to score I saw lots of character from my team and that's very important to grow but we must continue to work and improve uh, I mean nothing startling in there except you, you get the sense that he's not overly happy with that performance and you know there's things that he wants to work on and you know I think it goes back to what you were saying Phil about discipline he wants discipline in that team his Juventus teams his Italian teams were built on discipline certainly that Italian team where he didn't mm. have the best players Built on, on well, it's quite amazing. Discipline. Sometimes you watch it and they attack, and then they get back Chelsea, yeah. and they're in that they're, they're, they're five across, you know. And that's real discipline. It's really like them thinking, "I've got to get, I've got to do this. This is my job." Yeah, you know. And it seems they're buying into that and enjoying doing that. Whereas with Mourinho, it looked like everything was a bloody chore. Yeah, no, you do. You look at and it looks like Man like... United now. It looks like it's a chore. Here's a nice stat. Here's a nice stat for you. Uh, Man City, that was their first, the first time they've lost a Premier League home game that they've been leading for the first time since 2009. Ooh, lovely. Seven yeah. years. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that, was, that sent a real shockwave, not only through the Premier League, but certainly to, to Manchester City as well, who um, I often feel that the Etihad is where they're going to pick up all their points. Absolutely. I mean, the, the performance in the second half was a bit shaky at the beginning but it, we got there in the end and the first half obviously was, wasn't the best of performances but it's just that resilience we seem to have and comeback ability yeah. we've done them and that's that I mean come on that's that <laughs> <laughs> that's why you get paid the big bucks <laughs> for that searing analysis <laughs> hey listen Emma got an MBE Oh, did she? Oh, yeah, that's nice. That. Fantastic. Oh, good. So Emma Hayes is the, the, uh, the manager of the Chelsea Ladies, uh, who's a friend of the podcast, come on and spoken to us yeah. very kindly. Um, she received an MBE for uh, services to women's football. So I think uh, congratulations in order from, from all of us here at the podcast. Yeah, um, congratulations, um, Emma. A disappointing uh, season for her. They finished second in the league, um, but they'll pick They're it up. They a bit second this year, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I think, uh, again, a transitional year for them, and they'll pick it up again when their season starts again in the spring. So well done, Emma. Um, and the girls. Uh, just a little bit about the youth then. Uh, development squad uh, started their European campaign last Tuesday with a 2-1 home win against Feyenoord in the Premier League International Cup. Late goals in the 84th and 85th minute from Dujon Sterling and Fiyako or Fikayo uh, Tamore saw the Blues come back from behind to win. Uh, the next game is against Man United at home in the Premier League Is that the one on where you Friday. can play... Uh 50-year-olds, if you want. Yeah, it's basically you're under 23s and you can play <laughs> a, couple an, an, a, couple of, a couple of John Terry's <laughs> <laughs> and Fabregas. <laughs> that brilliant game when they played Zuma. Terry, Fabregas, uh, Zuma, uh, Van Hinkle and one other, I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, yeah, against Southampton. I think he just sneaked that as well. Has Remy come back? He has, uh, because he got injured, didn't he, in his first day at Crystal Palace. Yes. 
Rovers. You love Remy, didn't you? Well, I just thinking if he's fit and Costa's injured, he's not fit, Phil. He's never fit. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Vincent Company camp, isn't he? <laughs> he's definitely not fit. Um, I mean, that was always can't I sort of push him a little? Well, bit? I think you can, but you might be pushing him out in a wheelchair. <laughs> Um, next game, as I say, for the development squad is against Man United at home, um, and that's at Aldershot Stadium, and I think Chelsea have signed a, a new deal with Aldershot for the development squad to play all of their games there next season, so if you want to go and see the, uh, the boys, the development drive squad... Drive a few tanks, go to Aldershot. Go to Aldershot and, uh, and see them in the, in the, um... Premier League 2 on Friday of this week. And the under-18s, uh, who are doing very well, but had a 2-2 draw away at Arsenal on Saturday morning, uh, which saw their four-match winning streak come to an end after they let a two-goal advantage slip. Oh, I know. Yeah. Ika Ugbo. Maybe David Luiz in that team. I know. Ika Ugbo and Taylor Martel Crossdale were on the score sheet again for Chelsea, uh, but they couldn't hold on as Arsenal clawed their way back into the game. The Blues are still ten games unbeaten, though, and remain top of the under-18 Premier League South section. Does JT play for them as well? Got his kit on the sideline. <laughs> he goes and watches them though, which is very cool. <laughs> With his kit on. <laughs> I'm on. Uh, under 18's last league game of the calendar year is this coming weekend at home to Norwich City, and then they host Cardiff City in the Youth Cup on Tuesday, the 13th of December. Coming up on Sunday, Chelsea West Brom. Are you able to go? I'm going. Excellent. 12 o'clock kick-off. I know, early kick-off. Yeah. I'll be there. Early doors. Oh, I'll Hungover? Hungover? Yeah. Don't drink, mate. Don't drink? Nah. Really, Phil? That's good. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to build you up as a little hard man. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm obviously a pacifist, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what my party line is at the moment, but uh, I'll play the party line. Excellent. Is that, is that a line from uh, <laughs> This House starring Phil Toffee Daniels? Toffee nose, licking dick, wanking wankers is, so. Is it? <laughs> There's no way to talk about West Brom. <coughs> oh, uh, yeah, Andy, so, I've yes. got to go to work. All right, very quickly, very quickly, let's have a prediction for West Brom on Sunday. Chelsea 4, West Brom 1. 1? Okay. Or two. Okay, interesting. One and a bit. Okay. Three nil, Chelsea. Three nil. I'm going to go. I'm going to go th- two nil. I think a professional performance against a very strong, uh, totally Tony Pulis rear guard action. Yeah. I think we'll have enough in the tank to uh, to, I, to I sneak so. past them. Do you think Pulis and uh, our manager will have a little glass of wine, whatever the yeah, whatever the score? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would have maybe a so. limoncello yeah. afterwards. A limoncello? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is that white or red? That's that liqueur, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, Lemon liqueur. Yeah. It'd be these shots off. Listen, Phil, you've got to go and appear in Our House starring yeah. Phil Daniels. This house. This, house. this house. What's Our House? That's madness, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they didn't play that one step beyond, did they? At Man City, that's their favourite song. Oh, they've they been playing play on oh, Saturday. Have, have they been playing Park They nicked it off us. Of course they have. You get, you get a little Good. royalty on that, Thank don't you? you. <laughs> little PRS I'll leave on that, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Phil. Nice yeah. to have you back. You back next week as well? Yeah, next Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. So next Thursday, uh, there's not going to be a podcast next Tuesday. Um, we're going to save it till Thursday because we have a very special guest coming in. Joining us on the podcast... Me. ...is Phil... But also, <laughs> Mr. Pat Nevin is coming in. Woo-hoo! Pat Nevin, uh, legend. We Pat is going to come in and sit in and uh, give us his views on West Brom and uh, and everything Chelsea. So that we want to look forward to. So nothing next Tuesday. Uh, d- uh, delayed gratification for next Thursday. Uh, but that's it from us. Uh, enjoy the game on Sunday, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.
If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.